Looking at a Friday evening just after 5. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's time for Ask the Preacher. Chance for you to have your Bible questions answered. Ask the Preacher with John Freed, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Ask the Preacher with John Freed. John's off today. Sitting in for him is Jarius and Elise. Hello, everyone. I'm back with you uh, again for week two. And uh, I really enjoy doing this. I, I love to minister. I love to talk. And so when Pastor John's like, hey, can you help me do radio? I'm like, it's a no-brainer. So um, tonight... I have my wife in the studio with me. Her name is Elise, and she is looking at me smiling with her beautiful, pearly white smile. Say hello. Hello. Happy Friday. Yes. Happy Friday. So um, so th- uh, tonight, um, I wanted to talk about the power of our words. And so, you know, a foundational scripture for the power of your words, I think everyone, one that everyone knows is Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat the fruit thereof and so while we were uh, on our way here we were just talking my wife has um been taking some notes so uh, why don't you share what, what what you got over there yeah for sure so i think you know just for you jarius and i that i think words have been an underlying theme for us over the years in the sense that i think that god's really just been revealing to us how important and Mm -hmm. serious words are in our lives um, and how powerful they are and how they can affect us and affect other people and affect situations going on in our lives. And so just, you know, to be intentional and purposeful and to make sure that we think about what we're going to say before we say it and to catch, you know, maybe those bad habits that we have of saying certain things, Mm -hmm. things of that nature. And so, yeah, I think the Lord's really just been revealing to us some important keys um, in our words and, and what we say. Um, and Jarius, you are actually in the process of writing your first book. And the title <laughs> of that book is even about um, words. I mean, the subject of the book is about words. It's right. called Frame Your World. And so I think the Lord's just really been speaking to us on this. And so you mentioned Proverbs eighteen twenty one, Again, a foundational scripture on this subject, which says, Death and life are in the, po- in the power of the tongue, and those that love it will eat the fruit thereof. And so we know that our words, you know, can produce life in our lives and in the lives of others um, and situations. And our lives can, our, our words can also produce death, right? right? And so we have to be so cautious. And I was just thinking, you know, our words are seeds, really. Right. Because I may, I may say something today and not see the fruit of it until weeks, months, years later. Mm -hmm. But just like a seed, when you plant it in the ground, it begins to grow, and eventually you're going to see harvest from that. That's exactly how our words are. Our words are seeds. And I remember reading a book by Terry Savelle Foy, and she said that where you are today is the result of what you've been speaking Mm -hmm. yesterday. And so where you are, you know, is a direct result of, um, you know, you could say the situations that happened to you, your upbringing and whatnot, but it's actually also the words mm-hmm. um, that played a part in that. And so if you're seeing negative things in your, going on in your life or in the life of your family or in your work life, whatever it may be, stop and recognize what's coming out of your mouth right? and work to change that, work to improve what you're saying 
and be mm. intentional about mm. it. Yeah, I think especially with the with the new year coming up, you know, people are going to have New Year's resolutions. And also from reading a book by Terry Savelle Foy, usually um, when people make New Year's resolutions, they get a week in and then they stop. Uh, and so something sure. that I've determined to do um, in this new coming year is to really do what the Bible says and put a guard over my mouth to watch what I'm saying, to filter what I'm saying, because what I'm saying is going to happen, whether it's life or death, like Proverbs 18, 21 says, death or life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love will eat the fruit thereof. And like Elise said, whenever you plant a seed, you don't see the fruit right, right away. It, it takes time for it to to grow and and usually what happens is somebody will speak something negative but it's not just a one-time thing yes exactly. and they'll water their negativity with more negativity and so and then they're wondering i don't know why i always get sick this time of the year it's because you say i always get sick this time of the year yep or i don't know why my son is 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 bad it's because you all you talk about how bad your son is or why do i have such low self-confidence why do i feel bad about myself well, the enemy planted negative thoughts about you mm-hmm. in your mind, and you spoke them out. Right. Yeah, and this is something that um, Pastor Kenneth e. Hagan would say. He's like, thoughts may come, and thoughts may persist on staying, but thoughts never put into words die unborn. So the enemy will place these thoughts in your mind to get you to speak them because he realizes the enemy realizes the power of the tongue. And so then we become our own enemy. We become our own worst enemy. And now, instead of our words bringing life and restoration and power and deliverance and prosperity and peace, our words are bringing the opposite of, of those things. And just because a thought comes into your mind, it doesn't mean that it was yours. And this is something that I heard Pastor John say one time, that just because a thought comes to your mind, it doesn't mean that it, it was your thought, whether it was from the devil or God. Mm. So there are thoughts that come to our mind that God planted there. Right. Now, those things God wants us to speak into existence. Those things God wants us to call into existence. And this is one of the reasons why I think God changed Abraham's name or Abram's name from Abram to Abraham. Um, Abraham meaning um, father of many nations. Right. And so I think now God changed Abram's name to Abraham. So anytime someone called Abraham, they were speaking the will of God over Abraham's life. Yes. Anytime someone called his name, they were speaking, you're a father of many nations. You're a father of many nations. Yes. You're a father of many nations. And I think about the things that God has spoken over us, not necessarily we have a name change, but the things that God has spoken over us that we should then speak those things consistently over and over and make it up. We should say it so much that it becomes redundant. Yeah. That it becomes like people's like, oh, man, here comes Jerry. She's <laughs> talking about how rich he's going to be and how he's going <laughs> to fund the end time harvest. Like we've we've heard it so much. It's like because I'm, I'm speaking into an existence. And just because I am confessing the word of God, I'm not confessing the word of God to make it happen. Right. I'm confessing the word of God in agreement with it. Yes. Because I can say something 200 times over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, but not understanding that God has already ordained this to happen. I'm coming into agreement with what God has said. Whenever God told Abraham, 
I have made you a father of many nations, it was in past tense. And any time someone said Abraham, father of many nations, they were coming into agreement with that word. Yeah. And so I think when we look in the when we look in the word of God and we see all our promises, we see our promises of healing. We see our promises of prosperity. We see our promises of salvation. Um, we get these scriptures and we and I heard Pastor Wayne say this one time is like you feed your need. If you have sickness in your body. Go through the Bible and get the scriptures that talk about healing. Right. And then begin confessing those scriptures out loud over your body. Right. Something that I say, and usually when I pray for people who are dealing with sickness or illness in their body, I'll say every beat of your heart promotes the life of God. Yeah. By by his stripes, you are healed. Yeah. And there is there is a there's something that when you speak those words, there's something that begins to take place with your immune system, with your organs, with your white blood cells, with all of your veins and and your blood and your marrow. When you begin to speak the word of God, there has there is a physical reaction that begins to happen, even though you can't see it. Yes. But it's because I'm speaking it. And then if I am feeling something, I'm standing on that word that I'm not moved by what I'm what I feel but I'm moved by what the word of God says. Right. And so um, we've been talking about the power of your words. We're going to go to a quick break right here, and we'll see you when we get back. Let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. It's brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church, located on North Socrum Loop Road in North Lakeland. Ask the Preacher with John Freed. John's out. Sitting in is Elise and Jarius. Welcome back. Welcome back. So um, if you're just joining us, um, we've been talking about the, the power of our words and, um, and how you can begin to, if you've been speaking negativity and you've been seeing negativity in your life, you can begin right now, right at this moment, you can begin to change your words and, and change what you say. Right. So uh, we actually have a couple events coming up for our church. Just a little plug in here. So we have a Christmas festival and live nativity going on. So if you're in the Lakeland area or nearby, uh, mark your calendar for December 17th and 18th, 630 to 830 p.m. So there'll be it's a totally free event. We'll have concessions, photo booth, hayride, campfire, s'mores, games, live animals and much more. So that's at Believers Fellowship Church in Lakeland, 50. 240 North Socrum Loop Road. Yeah, awesome. And so uh, getting back into the power of our words, before we left, we were talking about how God changed Abram into Abraham so that anyone who called Abraham's name was speaking the will of God over his life. And to understand that what you say, whether it's life or death, positive or negative, the Bible says we will reap those things. So if you don't like what you've been reaping in your life, change what you've been sowing in your words. And it might take some time. You might have to, if you've been sowing 10 years worth of bad words, I'm not saying it's going to take 10 years for things to get right, but begin speaking the right thing and don't stop speaking the right thing because you don't see it right away. Just begin, just begin speaking the word of God. And especially we're about to go into a new year and you can set the course of your entire year. Yeah. By the words that you say, by Definitely. the words that you speak. Um, and so to sow the seeds of God's word into 2022. Yeah. Your 2022 doesn't have to be like your 2021. Yeah. Regardless of what's going on around you, that you can be in the land of Goshen, as it says in the Bible, 
whenever the Egyptians were experiencing all the plagues, God's people were in the land of Goshen. They were untouched by what was going on. And if I'm speaking the will of God over my year, speaking what his word says I can have, speaking what his word says I can do, speaking what his word says where I can go, that regardless of what's going on around me in my life and for my family, we're going to be in the land of Goshen. And people are like, man, how you just seems like you're not affected by what's go- by not or you're not affected by what's going on around us. Um, but the time we live in is like, well, I confess the word of God over my life. And there is no thing that's higher than the word of God. Yeah, Powerful, powerful. Yeah. So eventually what, what you say is going to manifest. So so again, you may not see it. Right now, tomorrow, but it will manifest eventually, whether good or bad. And, you know, I think that God really does take our words seriously. It's all throughout the Bible. You can find scripture about the power of our words. Um, There's some scriptures in James, Proverbs, just all throughout the word talking about the power of what we say. And so um, this one scripture came to mind even just on the way here that we will give an account for every idle word that we've spoken this is what the word says, is, is that we as believers are going to give an account for everything that we've said. We're going to be held accountable for that. And so we need to be careful and we need to be intentional mm-hmm. with our words. And so one thing recently, most recently that you and I have been talking a lot about is complaining. <laughs> so I didn't know if you wanted to <laughs> yes, kind of like yes. um, talk about that a little bit, just yeah. what, what you've been experiencing and trying to do in your life. Well, I think. One of the things that caused the Israelites to wander for 40 years was complaining. When they complained about food, God gave them manna. When they complained about manna, God gave them quail. I mean, and so they always found something to to complain about. There was no heart of gratitude or like, Lord, thank you for delivering us from this harsh environment that we were in. We were, our, we were breaking our backs. We were toiling. It was... Complain after, Lord, did you bring us out here for us to die? And and I think about whenever Jesus healed 10 lepers, Jesus healed 10 lepers, there was one that came back and said, thank you. Mm. And the Bible says that one was made whole. Yes. So I think when we show, when we show gratitude in our words, like, Lord, I thank you that I have a home to go to. Yes. I thank you that I have a bed to lay in. Yeah. I thank you that I have food on my table. Instead of saying, oh, I'm so I'm, I'm so tired. I, I have to eat this all the time. I have to eat that all the time. Or it's always too cold in my apartment. It's always too hot. Yeah. Uh, my bed is too hard. My bed is too soft. <laughs> and, and so you get people that just complain about everything, and then they want you to join in the complaining. Yeah, my feet hurt. With, <laughs> with them. There's too much work. Oh, it's Friday. And so when you don't complain, when you get around people and you don't complain, they're like, oh, you're so super spiritual. It's like, well, no, I'm just not. I'm just choosing not to agree with what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just choosing to speak the word of God over our life. And uh, so something Lisa was talking about um, a book that I had been working on. And uh, she kind of surprised me with that. I wouldn't uh, put that plug in there, but it's not done yet. It's going to be done. It's going to be in stores soon. That's a little pressure (laughs) to finish it. And so the name of the book was Frame Your World. And I got that from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. It says, and this is in the Passion Translation, Faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. Hmm. So it says nine times in Genesis, nine times it says, God said, 
God said, let there be this, and it was. God yes. said, let there be this, and it was. God said, let there be this, and it was. And the thing that I noticed about in reading Genesis and about the creation, that God was very specific when he spoke. He said, let there be firmament. Let there be this and that in the firmament. Yes. Let there be um, waters, and let there be this type of fish breeding and this type of thing breeding in the water. And so when I think of when you're going to speak the word of God over your life, you must get very specific. Very specific. I'm we're just, something that I used to say like uh, we're going to prosper. My wife and I we're just going to prosper. But now I'm now I'm getting specific, saying we're going to be a part of the wealthiest people that live in Lakeland, Florida. Yeah. And that whatever God wants to do in Lakeland, we will fund it from our personal treasury. Like David. Yes. He said, "I'm going to fund God's work from my personal treasury." So now I'm getting very specific that we're going to fund the, in the end time harvest of what God wants us to do. We're going to be able to pay off churches. We're going to be able to pay off homes. And so now I'm getting very specific in my confession, in my words of what God has called us to do and what God, where God wants to take us. And so, um, yeah, we were talking about the power of our words. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll see you when we get back. Let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher, brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church of North Lakeland. Ask the Preacher with John Freed. John's out this week, but sitting in is Jarius and Elise. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this beautiful Friday night. Uh, just want to make you aware of just a few things coming up for our church. Um, the first thing would be December 17th and December 18th. So that's a Friday and Saturday. We're doing a Christmas festival and live nativity at our church. So the event is completely free. Please bring your family, your kids, your friends, your neighbors. Um, there'll be concessions, a photo booth, hayride, campfire s'mores, games, live animals, and more. And so if you want more information about that, you can visit our website at believersfellowship.com. Also, you can connect with us via um, Facebook and Instagram as well. So we would love to connect with you, um, even just outside of the event. If you're interested in you know, learning more about us, we do our services live. So you can search us on YouTube, Believers Fellowship in Lakeland, and you'll be able to watch our services live. Um, and we would also just love to have you in person. And so we have services Wednesday night at 7 p.m. and then two services Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. and 11. So we would love to see you there. Coming up January 1st as well is a prayer walk going on in Lakeland. So various places in Lakeland, we will be joining that day to pray over our city, to pray over the nation, just to pray as the Lord leads. So please join us. And for more information on that, you can go to libertycalling.us slash pray. So that's libertycalling.us slash pray. Yeah, and so when you pray, what do you have to use? You have to use your words. <laughs> and so that's what we've been talking about tonight, the power of our words. And uh, before we left, we read um, Hebrews chapter 11, um, verse 3. It says, Faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. So we see whenever God wanted something to be manifested, it says in Genesis that he said, God said, let there be. God said, let there be this. And God said, let there be that. And so when he spoke, he spoke very specifically of what he wanted to take manifestation. And it also says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 20, I think it's 27 or 26, that God made us in his image. He, God said, let us make man in our image. Yeah. And so I'm made in the image of one who can create with his words. Right. And so he made within me the power to create 
with my words, whether I'm speaking death or whether I'm speaking life, I have the power to see things manifested in my life. And it says um, in the same um, faith, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, this is at the very end. It says he spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. Now, mm-hmm. I think about that. The invisible realm gave, gave birth to all that is seen. Uh-huh. I can't see words. I can't see words. But what I can see is a manifestation of what I've been speaking. Yes. And so words are invisible. So the invisible gives birth to things that are seen. Yes. And so I think about things that you believe in God for. You speak those things into existence. The things that God has placed in your spirit, you begin speaking them so much that you annoy people with it. You just keep saying <laughs> it over and over and over again in agreement with God's word. Because we're made in the image of God, he spoke and created things so we can speak and create things. And I, um, I've been studying um, Luke chapter 1 about the encounter of John the Baptist's birth. And Jesus' birth. Yes. And so you have an angel who manifests himself to Zechariah and said, tell Zechariah, God has heard your prayers. Mm. Your prayers for a child, God has heard. And so the angel, Gabriel, said, told him all the things that his son was going to do. And this was Zechariah's response. How can you expect me to believe this? Those were the words that came out of his mouth. And this is what Gabriel said. He said, I am Gabriel. Mm. I came from the very presence of God to give you this news. Right. I came from God's presence to give you this news. And you respond with, how can you expect me to believe this? Right. Because Zechariah said, how how would I know? Give me a sign that these things are going to happen. That's when Gabriel said, I came from God's presence. And he said, you will not be able to speak. Until the child is born, that'll be your sign. Wow. <laughs> you know what's going to be your sign? Your mouth is going to be shut. You're going to be mute. Yeah. And so I think about if you don't have nothing good to say, you know, that old thing, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Yeah. It's better for you to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> if you can't agree with God's word, don't speak against God's word. And that's in, that was the heart behind what Zechariah was saying. How do you expect me to believe this thing? I'm too old and my wife is barren. Yeah. And so the angel had to shut his mouth so he could not speak against the will of God for John the Baptist being born. And I think about how many Christians out there are, are God has told them something and yet they look at the circumstances around them right. and they agree with the circumstances instead sp- of agreeing with God's word. Yeah. And, and so speak against yeah, and so, actually negate what the Lord is trying to right, do in their life. Right. And they'll never see it come to pass. And it's funny how when that happened to Zachariah, that the angel appearing to him wasn't enough of a sign. You <laughs> yeah, know, that's like true. To, in today's yes. time, if an angel of the Lord appeared to me and I know and I sense the presence of God, you know, this angel came from heaven. I would think that's my sign. Yes, this right. is the word of the Lord yeah. for me today. Wow. But, you know, back then to him, he was just like, no, that's not enough right, for me. Right. You know, so. Yeah. And so I think about God, the angel said, you will not be able to speak. And you have God has spoken things to his children, things to his people that he wants to do in their life. But they're like, well, 
I grew up in a family of poverty, so how can I come into great wealth? Mm. And they speak what they've known all their life. Yeah. When God is God uh, uh, tells you something to help you change what you've known all your life. But instead of agreeing with God, you agree with your circumstances. So in essence, what Zechariah was doing was he was rejecting the word of God. Yeah, yeah. He was re- he completely rejected it. And so he had to sh- get his mouth shut. And so you have fast forward six months later. Six months later, we go to now Gabriel is going to appear to Mary. Right. And I was like, why six months? Why did God wait six months to send the angel to appear to Mary to tell her that she was going to bear Jesus as a son? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, this is the Messiah, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the one that's going to wipe the the sin of the world out, Mm. who's going to bear every sickness and disease upon himself, who's going to carry all the poverty Who's going to go to hell in our place? Why wait six months to tell that great news to Mary? Right. And so as you read further along, the angel appears to Mary and said, you have found favor with God. And the Bible says she she was troubled. She didn't understand, like, how could I? I'm just a simple. How could I find favor with God? And um, she said, or the angel said, Gabriel, you're going to bear a son. He's going to be the savior of the world. Yeah. And this was Mary's response. How can this happen? I've never known a man. Some translations say, I'm a virgin. Mm. And so then the angel said, do not fear. The glory of the Lord is going to overshadow you. And I thought, why did the angel answer Mary's question but not Zechariah? So you have the heart behind her question is, I believe this, but how is it going to happen? Right. So she really believed it. But she didn't know how it was going to happen. And so that's why he went into what he said. Mm. And so she was saying, I agree with you. I just want to know how he's going to do it. Right. And then after she said, how can I've never known a man. Some translations say this is what the angel said. This is why God waited six months. Your aunt Elizabeth is now in her sixth month of pregnancy. And the Bible says, when Mary heard that, she said, I am the Lord's servant. Hmm. When she heard those words that her aunt was pregnant, and even later on it says the one who was called barren or the barren one. That's how she was known. That was her name, the barren one. Right. When she heard that, she said, I am the Lord's servant. If my aunt can get pregnant, I know God can do anything. Yeah. And so then her words were, I am the Lord's servant. Everything you have said, let it be done unto me. Mm. So so be it. And so now her words were words of agreement. With God. With God's word. Yeah. Words of agreement. See, what God tells us, it might look impossible. And it is impossible to do in our own power. And that's why the angel said, all things are possible to those who believe. Mm. There is nothing that's impossible to the one who believes. Another translation says, not one word of God is devoid of power. Yeah. So if God has told me something, that I should write it down and begin agreeing with that every single day. Yeah. Something that um, Terry Savelle does, um, she tells you to get like vision boards and stuff like that. And so yes. Elise and I have done that. We have vision boards. We look at them every day. And... Um, 
so we so we can keep those things in our mind, but we we speak, Lord, I thank you, and we speak as if it's done. Lord, I thank you that I'm in my beautiful home. It's yeah. it's amazing waking up in this home. It's amazing driving my my dream car. You because God speaks in past tense. I have made you right. a father of many nations, and so we begin to speak like how God speaks because we're made in the image of God. He created with His words. We can create with our words. Yeah. And we speak of those things that are not as though they already were. Yeah. And I think, too, one powerful thing that we've learned recently as well about gratitude is just whenever you're grateful and you choose to focus on the on the positive aspects in your life, those things magnify, you know, And, and I think it's much easier to to speak positively and to speak the word of God when you show gratefulness and thankfulness for all that he's done in your life. You know, I remember maybe three or four years ago when Jarius and I had just moved back to Florida from New York. We moved up there for ministry and then came back. And uh, it was so rough getting back on our feet again. When we finally moved into our, our, our own apartment, we had stayed with Pastor John and Maria for a bit. And they, they were so gracious and kind to, you know, let us stay with them until we could kind of figure some things out. But I just remember when we first moved into our apartment, we had nothing. It was bare. We didn't even have a bed until I want to say we slept on an air mattress maybe for a week or Mm -hmm. two. And I just remember that moment that we got blessed. The Lord blessed us with the most amazing cushiony mattress. It's like sleeping on a cloud. And I just remember for days on end, whenever I would go to bed at night, I would be so grateful and thankful. And I would say, God, thank you so much for this bed, you know, the simple things in life. And we have to remember just to be grateful to the Lord, even for those simple things in life that he's given us, breath in our lungs, salvation, healing, you know, and just and just a beautiful life, the opportunity to live a life, a beautiful life, enjoying all that he's created and and it's, it's, it's gratefulness that will cause, you know, mm-hmm. those things that you're believing for to, to come right. to come to pass in your life even more. Right. Yeah. So you're listening to Ask the Preacher. We're going to take a quick break and we'll see you when we get back. For right now, let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher with John Freed, brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. John's out this week. Sitting in is Jarius and Elise. Well, welcome and thank you so much for joining us tonight on this beautiful Friday evening. Um, It's going to be a great night and a great weekend. So um, we would love for you to join us December 17th and 18th at our Christmas festival. Bring your family, bring your friends. It'll be 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at our church, Believers Fellowship, here in Lakeland. It's completely free. So again, bring your friends, your family. We would love to, you know, see you come out and enjoy. Another event coming up is um, a prayer walk that's going on here in Lakeland. It's going to be January 1st. And so all over Lakeland, we're going to be banding together together in different spots around town and just praying and, and praying as, as the Holy Spirit would lead us over our city, um, over our government, over our families, and just different things as the Lord leads. So please join us. And if you want information about that, you can go to libertycalling.us slash pray. Again, that's libertycalling.us slash pray. Again, that's January 1st. We would love to see you guys come out. So tonight we've been discussing the power of our words and 
You know, we, we've talked a lot tonight about just how important it is to be careful about what we're saying and to be intentional with our words and to make sure that our words are agreeing with God and, and what his word has said over our lives. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it's so important just to remember and just to, you know, it, I think it's it's a total game changer and it's something you got to just begin to be conscious of in your life. And it's not something that you can really change overnight, but you can start at least to recognize Mm -hmm. what is coming out of your mouth, to be conscientious of what you're thinking and what you're saying. And when you have an opportunity to speak negatively, you know, maybe something's going on in your life. Maybe, you know, um, there's, there's an issue with finances, you know, don't speak the situation. Don't speak what you see. But choose to agree with God where he said in his word that he would provide mm-hmm. for all of our needs according, right. you know, to his riches and glory and that he would open the floodgates of heaven um, and, and oh, that yeah, he's our yeah. provider and that he loves us and he cares for us. And no good thing will he withhold from us. You know, we have to believe those things and speak those things. Amen. Yeah. And so I'm saying, like, if you see things in your life that you don't like. I think about whenever Jesus came up to the fig tree, and when he came up to that fig tree, it says he realized there was no fruit on it. And so if there are things in your life that are not bearing fruit, you can do what Jesus did. Jesus said, nothing will ever grow from you again, and he cursed it. And so if you have an addiction, you say, I curse this addiction in Jesus' name. I don't like smoking. I don't like looking at pornography. I don't like lying. I don't like gossiping. Whatever it is, I don't like drinking. You can say, I curse this thing at the root in the name of Jesus Christ, and I'm delivered and free from it. And you begin to speak the word of God, and you that root begins to die, and it no longer has a hold yeah. on you. That, that addiction has to fall off of you because now you've cursed it at the root. Yeah. And so um, I kind of want to finish with with this i think about you have jesus who when he spoke he spoke with intention Hmm. he spoke on purpose yeah he spoke purposeful whenever he was going to heal somebody he said be healed he didn't didn't say be healed in jesus name because we say that (laughs) (laughs) be healed in my name (laughs) but he says rise up and walk take up your bed and walk or whenever sin no more whenever he uh was at lazarus tomb lazarus come forth he said what he wanted to happen he said what he wanted to manifest yes and so we have to be the same way being made in the image of god our words carry the power of creation and so what we speak is going to be manifested your words don't your it doesn't know it's like oh they're just playing they don't mean that right nope it doesn't it doesn't know how to filter any of that. Yeah. And so you have to be intentional, especially with coming into this new year. I'm going to be intentional with my words. I'm going to intentionally speak the word of God over my life. I'm going to intentionally speak the word of God over my finances. I'm going to intentionally speak the word of God over my body and over my family and over my children and over the things that need it need to be turned around and flipped upside down or the things that need to be removed out of my life. I'm going to be intentional about getting in God's word, seeing what his word says about that certain situation, because I can promise you this, there's not one thing that you're going through that God hadn't already prepared for in his word. If you get in his word and you realize the power of these scriptures that are in this book, your life will be changed. I remember when Elise and I were doing prison ministry, we would go into the prison 
And this girl in there told me, she said, my mother told me by the eight, by 21, I'll either be dead or I'll in prison. And she spent the rest, she's spending the rest of her life in prison. Yeah. Her mother spoke those words over her life and it manifested in her life. Yeah. I know of another story, true story. This man, he had an illness where he was afraid to shower. Yeah. He did not want to shower. He said, if I shower, if I take a bath, I'm going to die. He kept saying that constantly. People thought he was crazy, but they said, nope, we're just going to make because he smelled so bad. And so they showered him. Two days later, he was dead. Yeah. That man believed so strongly. He believed so strongly that if water was to hit him, he died. And that's what he spoke. Yeah. And he's he actually reaped the, the manifestation of the fruit of his words. And so... We'll, we'll, I always say at the church, we'll close with this. <laughs> so Jesus said, whenever the centurion came, he said, Lord, speak the word only. Speak the word only and my servant will be made whole. Yeah. And so really Jesus is saying to you, speak the word only. And whatever situation is going on in your life, it'll be changed. It'll be turned around and it'll be for my glory. It'll be for my power. But speak the word only when you're tempted to speak against my word. Speak the word only when you're tempted to say I always get sick. Speak the word only when you're tempted to say I don't have money in my account. Speak the word only and you will begin to see the word of God manifested in your life. And you can become a testimony to the goodness and graciousness of of God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for those who are listening right now. I thank you that you are placing within them the realization and the understanding of the power of their words. I pray that you will bring it to remembrance what your word says and that if they're tempted to speak against your word, that you will remind them to speak the word only and to see their lives changed and manifested for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We thank you guys so much for joining us. I just pray that this message gets in your spirit and that you begin to speak the words of life over yourself.